But when they learned that they had some choice and, you know, some students, oh, I don't have to do all the problems or some students not realizing, oh, I'm doing more math than I would have on a regular quiz. This is Transforming Learning. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Amy and I am here with Zach and this week we are talking about assessments. Yeah, so I spoke with Maggie Edison and she shared her leveled assessments idea, which we'll go into in detail in just a moment. But I did want to mention that we haven't really addressed the topic of assessments much on this podcast. And so for the listeners who go all the way back, I think it was episode 10 when Mark Wells shared his power responses idea and then episode 23 you heard some more about screencasting and assessments and we did have pat donahue talking about standards-based grading in episode 60 which in particular that episode is going to have a little bit more of some connections to the ideas here that maggie will share Uh, but beyond that we'd love to just turn it over to maggie and hear a bit more about her leveled assessments Welcome back. I'm Zach. I'm here talking with Maggie Edison at East Grand Rapids High School. And before I, Maggie, before I ask you to give us some of your background, I just want to mention that you're kind of like a friend of the company, if you will. So um, one of the things that we've done in the past as we work with teachers in our summer events and our PD sessions is we always try to grab a teacher who's experienced some of the kinds of things that we're talking about in these events. And we ask them to share their ideas and their experiences with the teachers in the event. And you've done that for us a number of times in the past. So just want to mention that to our listeners as a, you know, a part of appreciation for what you've done, but also knowing that the ideas that you're about to talk about have significant benefit for teachers already who have been able to participate in those events. So before we get to the idea, share with us, what do you do? So I am in my sixth year of teaching. I right now teach Algebra 1 and Geometry, so most of my day is spent with freshmen and sophomores. This is my sixth year teaching Algebra and my third year teaching Geometry. Um, Before that, at my previous school where I taught for two years, I was teaching AP Calculus and Pre-Calculus. So... You've been all over the map <laughs> yes. with high school math. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so making that change from senior level courses to freshman level, I've yeah seen the whole spectrum. Absolutely, and that's going to be valuable in our conversation today because um, applying this idea, you know, any teacher in any kind of math class might have a different, you know, adaptations of these kinds of things, and so you can speak to that. We'll appreciate that. So what we're really talking about for a little bit here is your leveled assessment idea that you've developed in your math classes. So before we say anything else, what is that? What do you mean when you say leveled assessment? So my quizzes and tests have one question that will cover an entire standard, and there are three types of questions for that problem. So for example, if it was solving one-step equations, there would be three different one-step equations for my students to solve. Um, Starting at the left of that, there'd be three different columns, and the left column is the most basic level. What would my students be able to do with a little prompting or help that's pretty much set up in a way where they can look at it and solve it. So it would be the first 
time they've seen that problem, those basic questions. And then the middle column is a little bit more challenging. I like to think of it as problems that students would be able to say they could do by themselves. So increasing the intensity a little bit, maybe instead of subtracting, we're moving into multiplication or division. And then that third column on the right is the most advanced where they've mastered it. And it would be a problem then that they could teach to the entire class. And along those lines, then, as a student is looking at the task, they choose which one they want to try to solve? Yes. So they're numbered three, four, and five. So the column on the left is worth three out of the five points, the middle column four, and then the right column is five. So their ultimate goal is to answer the column on the right and get full credit five out of five. However, if they answered the level four question, the column in the middle, and answered that correctly, they didn't master the topic or the content standard, but they still showed that they knew something in that content standard, and so they'd receive four out of the five points. So when I grade, I grade from right to left based on their work. So based on whatever the highest level they attempted. Correct. So if they get level five correct, they get the five out of five points, and I move on to the next standard. If they get the level five question wrong, then I would look at their work if they attempted the level four or the level three. And so it's all or nothing for their points. So they get a five, four, three, or if they've answered every single question incorrectly, they would get a zero. And that really is an indicator to both the student and myself. This is a topic that we need to go back and work together on. So, and we're going to come back to that point specifically for sure. But um, at this moment, would you share just a bit of how you came to this idea? Why, in your mind, what motivated a decision to design your assessments in that way and the process of creating it and making it so that it worked well for your students? Yeah, it was really good timing. I was struggling with a lot of my algebra students leaving questions blank, putting question marks. IDK became a popular answer. And as a teacher, it was frustrating because I spend every day in class with them. And I know that they knew something related to that standard, but they weren't demonstrating any knowledge by leaving it blank or putting an IDK and not being able to give credit for what they knew and really assess what they were knowledgeable in and what they knew for those different quizzes and tests. And at that time, I went to a conference in New Mexico and a teacher did an hour session on this idea of differentiated assessments and presented this idea of levels. And I kind of grabbed onto that and took it and molded it into my own with the three, four, and five points. Our students need a 60% to pass, and so three out of five is that 60%. So it's set up in a way for my students where they're able to pass, and it gives them kind of an opportunity to earn credit and have a positive look at quizzes and tests. Absolutely, and without necessarily dwelling on the topic here in terms of grading policy, but... um, in, in my mind as a student and as the teacher, when I see the results, that 60% or that 80% means quite a bit more to me now because I understand that you know if you're getting 60% on all of these problems, it means you understand a bit of it. I know this because you could solve the first level of the problem, but, um, but there's work to be done. So actually, let's come back to that right now then. How do you implement this in a way that um, it, it's beneficial for the students. So I'm assuming, and, and I know from hearing you talk about it, Maggie, that this has been a beneficial experience. 
but talk to us about how you make sure that you mentioned that you go back with the students after the fact or you have an opportunity to follow up with them. What does that look like? Yeah, so it is right in the classwork that we do. So as we're going through practice problems, it's nice to be able to, you know, announce to the whole class, okay, this would be what a level four question would look like. This is not full mastery if you are answering this type of problem. So it helps the students become aware too in class. All right, if I'm solving this problem, this is where I'm going to end up on the quiz or the test. What do I need to do to push myself? And so it's helped in class differentiate. I can push a kid to level five that's there before the person sitting next to them who's still on a level three problem and it's really helped the students become more aware the grade yes it's an a b c but to them now looking at quizzes and tests there's so much more meaning what do i know what don't i know and so they're able to look at that quiz or that test and be reflective of the topics that they need to study for going into the test not just okay it's a test and i got you know an 80 on the quiz now they know okay i need to focus on solving by square roots or by factoring. They're really able to take that ownership and have more of awareness. And in class, you know, being able to set them up where, okay, this is what you're going to see on the quiz, you're going to see on the test. They're a lot more in tune and aware of what's expected of them and how to push and challenge themselves. Yeah. And and the consequence of that awareness is the confidence that, you know, they, they're building that confidence before the test that, you know, I know at the very least, I understand enough of this, you know, that, that makes a difference. Certainly does. Talk to us for a moment, Maggie, about the challenges. So if a teacher is a trying to implement this kind of an idea, um, we'll, and we'll just start with if another math teacher um, if another math teacher is trying to implement this idea, what are some of the things that you've encountered, challenges or obstacles, some things to try to avoid? So the biggest challenge is setting out and kind of looking at what are the standards that I want to address and making sure you're not overwhelming your students with problems. The first couple quizzes that I made, I put too many leveled questions on it. And because students have the option to answer all three, they were taking a little bit longer, which I loved because they were doing a lot more math than they usually would have. But I noticed timing, it was a little bit difficult in the beginning. So what I've tried to do is narrow it for quizzes to maybe three or four really good questions and not present them with too much information. So that was the biggest challenge at the beginning is really coming up with questions that addressed what I was looking for, but not overwhelming them. Um, Another challenge that I'm still working on is what to do with a student who answers the level five question correct and then somehow missed the three or the four. So I can see they've answered level five. I've given them the most challenging question. They've responded to that challenge, answered it correctly. And then I scan over and look at their level four work and notice it's incorrect. Because you, you're not assessing the three and four anymore if they've done the five correctly. But to that point, if they do try the three and four and don't. Get, so reflect with us then. What are you thinking about that right now? How are you trying to address it? So one of the things I've been doing is making a note for the student to recognize, hey, this is not the correct answer. You answered the level five and therefore you were able to get the points but you need to be aware you made a mistake somewhere in here Uh, and having the students you know correct it they're usually able to realize oh it was a simple calculation error Um, but if it's blatantly and glaring that they're somehow just arrived at level five by sheer luck then it's you know readdressing and assessing that question with the student but for the most part the kids that miss the level four question after getting level five right it was a quick mistake it wasn't rude 
rooted in the content where they were making that mistake. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but even just the, the conversation about how much more information you can gain on the student's understanding by that kind of a situation. You know, you never would know that if it was one problem, the student solved it correctly, and it just so happens that they didn't actually fully understand it. Um, but without those levels, you wouldn't have seen that complete picture. So that, that's a lot of really powerful information. Yeah, it's definitely opened my eyes to what my students know. I feel like I know them even better as learners than I did before. And yeah, the meaning behind the feedback that you can gather has been really nice. So I'm going to try to summarize this and you can tell me if you think I've missed anything. Um, leveled assessments as Maggie Edison has designed is it is we're building students confidence and with a little bit of common vocabulary as we're learning about the ideas, you know, here's a three, four and a five. So we're understanding what these things mean. Um, we're also adding then purpose and meaning behind the grade a little bit more. Um, allowing for some choice, and we know that autonomy and choice in learning and even an assessment builds student confidence, allows for a little bit more motivation and sometimes engagement. So we've got some more autonomy, we've got some choice, we're building confidence, and then in addition to that, the data that you're getting back from the student is increasingly valuable in more ways than just a, a simple single question would be on that standard. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, it sums it up really well. Um, I've surveyed my students multiple times about this to get their feedback. And one of the most valuable responses that I got was, I have some point to enter this question in. I have something that I recognize and I can start a problem and I don't have this moment of defeat when I read the question. Yes, I read level five and I might not know what to do, but I have a point of entry that they can go in and start from there. Um, so that place where they feel more comfortable and confident. And even if they start at level three, another student said, I can start at level three and then it clicks. I remember what to do for level four and for level five. Whereas before I would stare at it and I wouldn't remember. But having that basic question prompts me to know where to go with this. And then it all of a sudden it comes back. I don't have that blank brain. I'm so glad you just said that. That was me as a student in math classes. I know I know this. But it's just, you know, there's something, and then as I start working through it, it clicks. Um, but to have that introductory level, in a sense, so that I can at least work through something. So my students have really enjoyed it. They were a little hesitant at first to the change, but when they learned that they had some choice and, you know, some students, oh, I don't have to do all the problems or some students not realizing, oh, I'm doing more math than I would have on a regular quiz by doing all three of those problems to earn those backup points just in case they missed level five. They've really taken to it and done some fun, unique things. I had one student make a shirt that said embrace the levels and they wore that on every test day. Embrace the levels <laughs> yes that's great and and you're it's it's almost like you're building a culture in a n different kind of way as well which we know the power of you know, tribe right we know the power of tribe and so you've kind of built something that the students can be intimately familiar with in this experience in your class well maggie i really appreciate your willingness to share the idea and as you've done so with other groups of teachers as well in the summer events and such um, clearly just in in your own pursuit of trying to support your students better um, you know, even something like assessment is on the table. And I think this is a great example of how we can use assessment to better the learning experience for students as well. So the final thing that I would ask then is if a teacher is listening to us talking now and is thinking, I definitely like that idea, but I'm not sure I fully understand how I'm going to try to do that. Maybe I could talk to Maggie. 
what would be the best way for someone to reach out to you to potentially ask some more questions or touch base? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my email is probably the best way to get a hold of me. That is mEdison at egrps.org. Um, so M-E-D-I-S-O-N at egrps.org. Uh, I know sometimes just hearing it, it's a little difficult. So I have a bunch of sample questions that I can send as well to help give a visual to go with what we've talked about. Definitely. And I think we could probably link some of those in the show notes as well. So anyone anyone who can go to the page can click to email you directly or see some of those examples too. Yeah, perfect. Wonderful. Well, thanks again, Maggie. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. So after hearing Maggie talk about her leveled assessments idea, and certainly as an English teacher myself, I appreciated the math concepts, but wanted to find some more connections to other subject areas. So listeners, you may have heard, I mentioned very briefly um, that we're just going to stay focused on math in that particular episode, but Amy and I are here now to try to draw the connections a bit further. So Amy, as you think about Maggie's ideas, what can we do for an English or history or social studies teacher? Yeah, I think there's a lot of application for other subjects, and I think this fits well in thinking about something like Bloom's taxonomy or depth of knowledge, and that each level of the assessment would be like a different level of the depth depth of knowledge or Bloom. So uh, maybe the first level would be recall or defining something. Um, The second level then might be explaining or categorizing the concept and um, a higher level might be making connections beyond that context or um, analyzing or critiquing in some way. So Amy, thinking in terms of a specific example then, let's try to get this really practical for our listeners. So if I'm a U.S. history teacher and I teach historical causes of World War II as a very common standard in U.S. history, um, take that specific topic and how could we break that apart into three levels? So the first level would be identifying or recalling those causes. The second level would be explaining why they are causes of war. And the third level would be synthesizing them to identify which ones are the most significant and why. I love that. And so the consequence here is the depth of thinking changes from one level to another. But as the student, I know each one of those represents some amount of credit. But as Maggie kept articulating, if I want to pursue the highest degree of potential points here, I go for that first one. But let's say I'm just not sure I can still earn credit by attempting some of the other ones. So I really appreciate the opportunity here in assessment to be able to differentiate in that way. And she also says how it helps students think through a more challenging problem. And in order to answer that higher level question, well, they have to start at the lower level. They have to first identify the causes and they have to identify why they're important. So it helps students actually break up their thinking and go step by step through the process. Such a rich dynamic when we think about how to achieve the best possible results for and from our students. So as Amy was explaining there, we certainly are always willing and able to do in any teacher's context. As instructional coaches, we're always happy to support what you are trying to accomplish. So feel free to reach out and connect with us at cbdconsulting.com slash elevateedu. 
Thanks again for listening. If you haven't yet deduced, at CBD we believe the best kind of professional growth comes from conversations with other professionals. So we have devoted ourselves to ensuring any educator anywhere can have that opportunity. Our virtual coaching service guarantees that. Check us out on cbdconsulting.com slash elevate edu. You can share thoughts with just an email or quick text or dive right into a conversation by phone or video chat. We look forward to hearing from you.